Hey, welcome back to another episode of I Am Erica. I just simmered down the lights just now. I put like a purple light on, lowered the tone a little, and now it's just like a relaxing vibe in here. I would really love to build me a room, a small room just for my setup for my podcast, you know, somewhere I can just be in pure quietness, right here, nothing but the sound of my voice, no disruptions. So I do what I always do think (laughs) and um I listened to my podcast um a lot of my episodes a moment ago and I liked what I heard if I was a regular Joe and I was looking for someone that was just upfront and honest and just normal If I was looking to hear about someone else's life (laughs) or, you know, catch a story or some type of realness, some motivation um, to see if I'm not alone, stuff like that. Or if I'm just going through stuff and I just want to hear somebody else going through some stuff, you know, so I don't feel alone. I, I will listen to my podcast. My podcast is for sure TMI. A lot of that. But that's all right. I started to have doubt about my podcast. I started to think I was really doing the most. Maybe I'm putting too much out there. But if I think like that, then I'm not being what I promised. Authentic. I'm not being that. If I don't speak, you know, and get out what I need to get out, then I'm going to continue to suffer with anxiety. And then the depression is just going to get intense. A lot of people want to feel important. And I'm one of those people. I want to feel important. Do I want to be noticed by everybody? No. (laughs) Do I want to be noticed by my husband? Yes. Do I want to be noticed by my family? Yes. Do I want attention? Yes. Like by my loved ones. I I don't need attention from strangers. I grew up not feeling important or thought about. Always forgotten is what I used to feel. Neglected. And I believe that stems from the sperm donor. My sperm donor. The individual that donated his sperm to help create me. When I was four, I remember him abandoning me. Like, uh, basically, I was... Yelling, like, I was trying to, like, get his attention and, you know, talk to him. And he, like... He was he was huge, especially when I was like four. So I remember this. I remember him taking his big hand and he placed it on my head, like over my face a little. 
he wasn't like mugging me, but he was literally moving me out the way so he can leave. I believe he had a, um, I don't know if he was arguing with my mom or not, but I know that he was leaving and, um, he had stuff like bags, like a duffel bag or something like that. And I remember that big black door <laughs> and, um, he opened it, he moved me out the way and then he left. And then, um, he was rarely in our lives, like, it was times when we had to visit him at his place, but it was not often at all. And then we ended up moving to New Orleans, so, <clears throat> but I believe that most of my abandonment issues stem from that, <clears throat> stems from not being wanted or loved by that individual. What they call it? Daddy issues. <laughs> and, um, I remember, you know, growing up and being in high school, junior high school, like, my mom was never the type to keep us from him. You know, she always tried to get us to call him and stuff like that. So it was kind of felt forced. And she would never say anything bad about him. <clears throat> I don't even think she realized I remember when he used to beat her. Um, I mean, I told her I remember uh, him hitting her with that phone. So that was shocking for her to um, to hear that. But um, I we used to call him and my brother. Uh, he would not. He did not like talking to him. He would give me the phone every time. <laughs> he was so uncomfy. And um. I would just talk to him, but he always would be like, like, as I'm talking to him and trying to tell him about what's going on with me and stuff like that, he's like, well, what's your brother got going on? And, oh, your brother is your brother. Like, I, it was like, he always wanted to hear about my brother. So I just would be like, well, my brother can't come to the phone right now. So we would end up getting off the phone. That would be the end of that. And then... There was a moment when, um, so the conversations would be like that all the time, but we never really called him that much because my brother didn't want to talk to him. He didn't want to talk to me, so what was the point in calling? So then um, I reached out to him when I was pregnant. And the, when I was pregnant, y'all, my um, oldest, I was mean. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't, like, I, I cut all friends off. Mm-mm. I used to have a lot of male friends, too, because I was such a boy. No, no more friends. I kept everything at a distance. Mm. But I was just <clears throat> not nice. But for some reason, I felt emotional enough to give the sperm donor a call and uh, let him know that he's having his very first grandchild because he has only that I know of. Uh, my cousin recently told me that there's a love child out there <laughs> that she found out about um, on Ancestry 
and uh they're thinking it's my aunt's one of my aunt's kids but um maybe she gave him up for adoption who knows <clears throat> but shorty um she told me that there's somebody out there so but all i know is that i told the sperm donor that you're having your first grandchild and I am, that I know of, his first and only daughter. So I thought that that was something important that he should know. And I told him, and he told me he didn't want to be a part of my child's life. And I was like, huh? I was really shocked. And I went in. And the mad mama Emmy went cray cray. And I told him, well, I'm not even going to say what I told him. It was just mean. <laughs> it was mean. And honestly, I still feel that way. I probably will still do it. I probably will. Mm-hmm. I might not, though. I might not show up to his funeral. But what I said that I would do when I show up to his funeral, mm-mm. It was not nice at all. So then, fast forward, Um, I still... I think I had one conversation with him because of my cousin or something like that. But that was it. And uh, I got married. Or I was getting married. And I decided to invite him. And he just seemed as if he was too busy. So I said, you know what? Forget it. I don't even know why I called you because I guess maybe you'll feel uncomfortable that my father was going to walk me down the aisle. You know, I was going to have my dad and my mom with me walking me down, which they did. Like, why would I let the sperm donor walk down? I just try to be nice and include them, you know. But that's just the nice person that's in me. But, yeah, I think I have, like, issues, you know, because I didn't have that sperm donor in my life. But, um... I'm really glad that I'm healing from that and I'm moving forward. But I do still suffer from feeling like, I guess, not alone, but unimportant. Because dude was dismissing his first and only child that allegedly that I know of, you know. (laughs) I like that word, allegedly. I probably should start using it more. Allegedly. There was a... I want to start saying that too. I love how she said it. It's so cute. But, um... <clears throat> yeah, I... <sighs> turning down this light really relaxed me. Because I was getting on here and I was just, like, anxious. And now I'm just feeling so mellow and so calm. I just wish that this was like a phone conversation where I can hear back from people and have good conversation. Remember when we used to be on the phone? Dang, don't nobody talk on the phone anymore. I can't wait until my friends get that little podcast thing popping because I I would love to chime in on their podcast and, you know talk about life you know because our conversations that we have together when we are together 
It be the bomb. It be serious. It be deep. There's so many things to talk about in this world right now. Like, it's so much going on. Did y'all hear about that balloon? <laughs> that Chinese balloon that's floating around. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. But I ain't worried about nothing. I don't know why people tripping about it. The government always in your business anyway. Why not expect the Chinese to be in it? <laughs> Should we get their products over here? Why not? They probably checking in on their products, y'all. I don't know what's going on, what they're going on. But no, I don't know. I just wanted to have that little conversation with you guys. I think I am feeling a little um, gloomy a little bit. No, I'm not. I'm, I know I must be lying because I don't feel down about anything. Maybe I'm naturally just programmed to think that's what it is. I'm actually tired. My husband, he snores like ugh. he really snores. <clears throat> and I let him back in. So, yeah, he's snoring. We might have to let him back out. He might have to just go right back out and go sleep on his new bed. Because I can't keep not sleeping. I need sleep. But yeah, I'm tired. I'm probably going to take a nap. I haven't ate yet. I'm supposed to be making um, smoothies today. I wanted to try an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie smoothie. Mmm, sounds tasty. So, um, I'm going to end up doing that anyway. I know my kids want it, so I'm going to do that. But I, I might go ahead and just eat. I'm hungry. I'm planning on sticking to my guns and sticking with the vegan way of eating. But basically, whole food, plant-based. <clears throat> I'm not doing that fake meat. <clears throat> I'm not doing all that stuff. No, you know, about to see me putting oil in my food. I don't really care about oil. I'm trying to make myself feel good. So the only way to feel good is to put good things inside. But I'm hungry. I'm actually craving something sweet. So, yeah, I'm going to have to hit, hit up that smoothie and a meal at the same time. Because I'm one of them people that need something salty and something sweet. And I jump back and forth until I'm satiated. That's why when I eat my food, they're all mixed on the plate. I don't care if they touch. I'm okay with that. I'm not that picky. Mm -mm. So I'm going to go ahead and continue to wind down on some water. <laughs> water. I don't drink anything else much, really. And I'm going to make my food Watch me some televisiones, you know, TV, and chill. I'm not doing anything today. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I have to pick up the husband, but that's all right. Yes. Yeah, I'm chill. This feel good to be chill. Oh, maybe I should just walk. You know what? If we put ourselves in a situation, like in a, in a mindset, like I, I can have myself... Uh, pretend to be hippie right and be all mellow like yeah man I'm just chilling <laughs> yeah I should do that today the kids will have a they'll laugh at me all day and my husband will be like would you stop yeah this sounds like fun this sounds like me I'm like a prankster I play a lot I joke a lot I'm silly I can't help it 
this is who I am. This is the me that my husband like. It may annoy him sometimes, but this is the me he likes. This is the me my kids like. And this is the me that I like. So yeah, I'm get I feel it. I feel myself getting back to me. And um around you know, anytime around the holidays or around when my mom's birthday and stuff like that and around her death date, <clears throat> I tend to get really gloomy and down. So I know that my depression is really just triggered by most of those things, but I've always had depression, you know, because of my past. So I like when I'm right here and in this place. So yeah, I'm going to like, you know, mellow out or whatever and just chill. I don't smoke, but I definitely drink water and yeah, it's like, I don't know, that's so lame. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm hearing myself, y'all, in my headphones. And this sounds super chill and super laxed. All right. I'm going to get off of here. And I will see you guys on another episode of I 